Yeah. Hello, yes. everybody. Hi, we're live right now. Live, Facebook Live, everybody. That's what our camera says right here. We are flopped. So things look probably backwards, it, our logo. Junk miles. Right, just try to envision it the other way. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Junk Miles, the live Extreme Heat Advisory Special Edition. It's hot, 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 hot. Hot, hot, hot. We are America's favorite running while chatting, chatting while running podcast. As you know, we're beloved. Mm -hmm. um, tonight's a little difficult for us. Normally, we like to run. We don't like to sit around. We don't like to be sedentary. Sedentary, stationary. We do not like no. it. No, and it might be like we're a little fidgety, right, mm -hmm. because of that. We actually ordered Peloton bikes. Mm -hmm. to ride while we we're going to be doing this Facebook Live, but they did not, they didn't come. They so. might come during the show. We'll see. Um, we're not allowed to run. Our uh, running coach and our manager, uh, Dr. Gerard Pescatore, for forbade us from running. He mm -hmm. said, guys, we need you alive. Yeah. We need you to keep doing this podcast. We don't want you dead. Um, so this heat... He also read my tarot cards. I don't know if he, he does that as well. He's not just... Fantastic. He was like, it, the lady in black was there if you run. Right. So it's a bad sign. So gotcha. he's, he's excellent with the tarot cards. Um, Mr. Pescator. Chip, this heat, it's oppressive. It is. It's, uh, it's really hard on a lot of people, especially the elderly. Mm -hmm. Fat pets. Yeah. Our goth friends. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of sweaty goth people i mean right. just a lot of mascara a lot of mascara the the mascara bills as well as the uh ac bills this this yes. month are just going to be through the roof through the roof you know what i'm going to uh post right now on my facebook that okay. we're live so i'm going to do that right now we're learning we're doing this on uh, uh on the fly yeah, here bear with us we're uh this is it, it'll all come together uh just like uh hannibal not hannibal lecter but right. hannibal uh from the A-team. Hannibal from the A-team, yeah. yeah. All right, so basically, what we're doing here is um, we're sitting down, we're gonna do a great show, we have a lot of great topics, and like I said, a lot of people are suffering too. No one is probably suffering more than you, because I know you had a big weekend planned. You had I a, did. You had a fun night ahead of you. I had a great day, great evening. Great evening, and because of this extreme heat, you had to cancel, correct? Right, well, we were supposed to do our very first Facebook Live from uh, Lloyd Hall, Right by boat, behind Boathouse Row. We're yes. going to do it out, out of doors. Outdoors. We're going to have a good time. Uh, we decided to bring it inside uh, because of uh, Dr. Pescatore's yes. uh, advisory. Uh, but I was supposed to play uh, disc golf, right. frisbee golf, with, uh, <laughs> with my friend Joe from uh, the VCR party and uh, from Found Footage Festival. We were going to play and he was going to come, but we had to cancel because of uh, the wicked heat, as now, they say in Boston. Disc golf. Yes. I've recently become a fan. I don't know. Disc golf to me used now, to be... Now, how did you recently become a I'll fan? I'll tell you. Okay. All right. Disc, disc golf used to be like a hippie sport. I just pictured sure, like sure. a uh, lot of like... Still is. Very still is. stone college kids. Yep. They're in their fish t-shirts. Right. They're out there. They're throwing the disc around. You're describing me in the late 90s. Late 90s. I knew I would. Um... My friend, the guy I grew up with around the block, Pat McMahon, great guy. We used Pat, to play, Patty. Patty. We used to play Frisbee together growing up on uh, between 9th and 10th on C Street. He was a great Frisbee player. Could throw all the different styles, that style, this sure, style, yeah. like this style, you know, all mm -hmm. that. His son, Eagle McMahon, they live out in uh, Colorado. Wait, his name is Eagle? Yes. Okay. And, uh, Pat, Definitely not a hippie. Pat's a big, dead fish guy, real sweet hippie dude. Mm-hmm. 
His son is in the top 10 players, I believe, in the United States in disc golf. Really? He's, a, he's probably 18 or 19 now, right. and he's been this phenom for years. So Pat would post stuff, and I would go, oh, I'll watch that live online. And I would watch disc golf tournaments online because of young Eagle McMahon. Wow. He's my favorite disc golf player next to you, Chip. Well, I appreciate that. I, uh, I think that's – I'm in good company then. Uh, there was Speaking of which, there was a post on, I want to call it the Instagrams – in the last couple of weeks, and I want to say it was from the old 97s, Rhett Miller. Rhett Miller. Uh, Rhett Miller uh, threw a uh, hole-in-one. He had an ace. Had a hole-in-one in disc golf and was all proud of it, and he posted it How on Instagram. How far away was he? Like, what is, like, are you, like, five feet away, or are you 100 yards away? Oh, I mean, you're, I mean, it could be, yeah, it's 100 yards probably at, at least. Yeah, I, I would assume. It's, it, was a, it was a nice, nice distance. I mean, you're not... You're not right next to it. I mean, it is. It's it's more than five feet. Generally. Generally. Excellent. Do you have caddies? You can. Someone literally will carry a bag of frisbees. <laughs> when we, when I was in college, uh-huh. I was, I, I was. Did you caddy? Were you I, a disc golf caddy to make extra money? No, but what we would do is, uh, in my fraternity, we would make the pledges caddy for us. Awesome. So they would bring beers, they would bring oh, I love snacks, it. they would bring our, you know, anything we needed. Now, I, I have to I have to admit, I am a very old school, and not, I'm not in Eagles League. Right, right. I'm no, just going to say right, that. Right, right. I don't even play with the discs. Because you've seen the discs. Yeah, they're smaller. They're small. And he'll have 10 different ones, you know, one's the driver, one's the putter, oh, come on, one <laughs> cuts left, one cuts, I'm not, no, I'm not kidding, like, they have a whole bag of discs. I love and it. And for the different, you know, if you're cutting to the left, you'll use this one, whatever it might be. I still play, because this is how I learned to play, with just your regular ultimate Frisbee, 180 gram, 100, yeah, regular yeah. old Frisbee. Piece of vinyl, right. Uh, they, I've learned... Uh, in the in the disc golf community, they refer to them as lids. Lids, kind of kind of condescendingly, because they're uh, like, "Oh, you're just playing with a lid." Not the professional. Yeah, but in Sedgley Woods in Rittenhouse Park, mm-hmm. or not Rittenhouse, uh, uh, Fairmount Park, Fairmount, in, in right, Philadelphia, right. great 27 hole disc golf course, totally free to the public. Uh, they actually have lid tournaments, or at least they used to, where you. Because you would do much better if you're playing with the little discs, mm-hmm. but you play with the big lists, so they'll have tournaments with just people like me who play with the old. That sounds lists. fun. I'm going to go out with It's a great time. We'll, we'll have to play sometime. It is, it's, it's a lot of fun. We're talking disc golf with, uh, we're uh, disc miles now. Disc miles yeah, with Chip well, and yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Um, and who were you going to play with? I was going to play with my buddy Joe from the Found Footage Festival and from VCR Party. Did you uh, say? Did you say VCR party? Actually, Jeff, I did say uh, VCR party. As, as a matter of fact. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's a great tune. It is one of the most catchy. Party I wanted to give, you know how we give recommendations here at the end of the show? Sure, yeah. And you want to do it right up front. I want to do this right up front. Because it's so hot, we might not last until the end One of, of us We could both pass out. But the end of the show will be you and I slumped over, mm-hmm. Stanley yep. and maybe Gary, your pets, just licking our carcasses trying to revive us. Uh, yeah, if we're lucky, that's what's going to happen. If we're lucky. Um, but you want to give a recommendation right I up do, front. and it's a great one. Um, a couple weeks ago, you were on this show called VCR Party Live, Hosted by the two amazing guys who do Found Footage Festival. Yes. Basically, there are two guys in the past 20 years. They've been collecting VHS tapes. Everything from odd instructional videos to 
Um, just Ex exercise videos. Exercise videos from the 80s, early 90s, all weird. Like not movie movies, no, not like, no. like feature films. No, like this would be McDonald's training films yes. on how to clean the counters. Yes. So they've been collecting these. They go on live tours. It's hysterical. You were on it. I watched the show, and it was so funny. The hosts are so great. And then I'm like, hey, I'm going to start watching all the old episodes. Might as well. I'm addicted to it. Now, Kelly, my wife, she sees me. I'm in the basement cackling, mm -hmm. and she watches. She's like, this isn't like the most high-budget thing. I'm like, no, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. It's two guys kind of like we are now. Their whole back here is just uh, VHS videos. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. And I will to the hardest I laugh to give you an idea. This would, you know, when you watch something, it's pretty good, it's pretty good. And the thing that really sucks you in, and then you're like, now I'm a fan for life. Mm -hmm. They were doing an instructional video for ushers at a movie theater in the 80s. Okay. And it was teaching ushers how to take tickets for people who walk up and, you know, take. You got to rip a ticket. You got to rip a ticket. You got to tell them where it is. And. <laughs> There's, they have this guy, and, he, and the woman comes up. It's this like very pretty woman by herself, and she's like uh, hands the ticket, and he's like, "Oh, okay." And they show the ticket. It's for Chud. Sure. Cannibalistic it's human human underground dwellers. dwellers. Right. Yeah. And she's like, "Thank you." And he shows her to the seat, and then the one host just on the side as they're doing this action, he's one for Chud, please. <laughs> And it was just that simple one for Chud, please. Takes us up his beer, and I'm like, I'm a fan for life. Uh, speaking of Chuds, yes. uh, cannibalistic, under, yes. Hum uh, yes. human underground. Oh, uh, my dwellers. God. We have a special guest this early. We, we were Chud right. I wasn't going to introduce no. him until later, but he wanted to come up and meet everybody. Guys, this is Stanley. Say hello, Stan. Stanley. Uh, yes. Wait, maybe he's. Is he waving? Oh, my God. He's doing. Normally, we have pet talk uh, yeah. about halfway through the show. We, we do a lot of things where we. Talk about our pets. There's Stanley. He has two brothers who are cats. Yes. Still brothers, Gary and Ernie. Gary and Ernie. Gary, very affectionate. He was just on the table. Ernie hides. Yeah, Ernie's very sweet, but he's he's very timid. So guys, well, actually, sort of uh, like our third co-host, Junk Miles co-host. Yes, John Solomon. Uh, well, no, John Solomon. Obviously, oh. he's friend of the podcast. Right, right. Kind of like he's the fifth Beatle. Right. Right. Uh, but no, our our actual co-host, Glenn. Oh yes, yeah, sure. we has been here since the beginning, right? But always runs mm -hmm. about forty feet back. Yes, never is involved in the conversation. No. Is just so shy. Mm -hmm. But he's been working up to it. He's actually here. He's also he's actually uh, sitting in my uh, bedroom right now because he's he's a little too nervous <laughs> to come out here. But uh, we wish Glenn well. Thank you, Glenn. That, yeah, thanks, so thanks Glenn. Glenn. He's doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff here. Um, yeah, so that was a tease. We're gonna have pet talk coming up. And when I tell you, pet talk's a pretty popular bit uh segment on our show mm -hmm. the story i tell you about pet talk chip it involves police arrests whoa uh springing an animal from jail that's amazing it's amazing and that's it's right. really oh, you know we should probably tell people if you're watching on facebook Live yeah i was right just now, gonna say that feel free comment please ask us questions chip and i in addition to being a very telegenic uh, facebook live host mm -hmm. we uh were top-notch runners we dole out running advice mm -hmm. there's really nothing yeah, we just right do. off the fly give them a piece of running advice right now a just, piece of running advice yeah. right now yeah in this really hot weather before you go out take a little vaseline i don't know if you have vaseline mm -hmm. in your house like that rub it all over your chest and your belly mm -hmm. right and then you put on your shirt or your tank top and the chafing goes down tenfold also you can do it downstairs 
Yep. Or you can use a thing called Body Glide, either one. They both sound very sexual, the Vaseline, yes. the Body Glide. It really does, You yep. feel a little weird buying them, but when you buy them, when you go up to the counter, the thing you do is you walk up and you go, hi, this is for running. Yeah, I think this that's a good idea. This is for running. Yep. This is not for sex. Yes, yeah. And that really lets the person know that you're not some sort of weirdo. Right, right? exactly. Uh, but feel free to comment, and I'm hoping that we're looking at the right thing, and yeah. we'll, we'll be able to uh, reply to your comments. Uh, so please feel free to uh, join in the conversation. Guys, uh, Andy no Nolan's here, apparently, yeah, and, uh, by the way. Happy, and, uh, uh, there's happy, happy belated birthday to Andy Nolan. And, you know, and Kate Gaylor, my cousin-in-law, who I love, who's amazing. She's a runner. She does a lot of things. She, like, creates parks. She's an advocate for many different things. How do you create a park? Do you, yeah, just, yeah, they just, do you built, just knock down yeah, houses? In Ardmore, she literally, her and her husband, Chris, uh, had a bulldozer, okay. a backhoe, and they just really leveled some homes and created a park out of it. That's great. That's I fantastic. hope they alerted the people oh. who lived in the homes. Just question from John Solomon. Did I go running tomorrow? <laughs> oh, uh, I, I'd say... Uh, There's a heat warning, John. There is a heat warning? And, uh, and considering John dress, he's a goth runner... He, yeah, he dresses does. all in black. Yeah, and plus he's got those like elevator shoes, the chunky mm -hmm. yeah. boots. Uh, you know what? I'd say, John, I'd say, I'd say we do this. Since it is so hot, I would go for a long bike ride mm -hmm. instead. Like maybe like a 30-mile bike ride. Yeah. You get the wind in your face. Wear black. Going to cool it down. Mm -hmm. Wear a lot of black and just hop on your bike. And I, I would do a lot of biking tomorrow. Don't run. Way too hot. But with biking, mm -hmm. wind in your face, you're going to feel cool. I would go a little, I would push yourself. Go further than you think you can. Go further than you think you can. And here's, here's, here's the thing that you won't get from other podcasts, from other Facebook Live videos. We're going to give you that inside scoop. The hottest point of the day tomorrow, will, I'm going to guess, is probably around 2 to 4 p.m. Mm -hmm. That's when everyone's going to be inside yes. trying to stay cool. That's when the roads, that's when the <laughs> paths are all open. You're going to yes. be able to go faster get more wind in your face. So I would go at the hottest point of tomorrow. So I'd say about 3 p.m. tomorrow, really hot, get in your garb and go for that. Also ride. bring some water, maybe two or three ounces. Uh, okay, see here's where, and we can respectfully disagree. We, we, we will and we can. If you're we carrying have. water with you on your bike, right. it's gonna weigh you down. You're not gonna right. go as fast. The wind won't be as much in your face. I would say get rid of the water. Uh, you don't want to weigh yourself down. How about this? You're going to need uh, nutrients. You're going to need some um, some sustenance to keep sure. going. Bring a bag of pasta. Yeah, bag of pasta. Bag of good. pasta. Uh, John, and maybe you can answer us here in your uh, in your comments. Are you a smoker? <laughs> because what I would do, what I would suggest is smoke a cigarette or two before you go for the ride. Mm -hmm. Have a couple during the ride. It gets your heart rate up, and just the heat from the smoke will acclimate your body to what is uh, to what, what's happening around you it'll raise your body temperature a bit which will match the outdoor temperature and which will make your ride a lot uh, a lot more smoother yeah Chip's a, lot, a lot more smooth Chip may say. not be a scientist but his brother's really smart and he's involved in yeah. science so some of it is rubbed off exactly hey guys you might have noticed we're drinking a beer mm -hmm. this is we're actually drinking two beers we're not sharing we're one. not sharing we don't yeah. do that anymore since we're since straws were out outlawed yes they look they look backwards, but this is called 26.2 beer, and it is a 26.2 brew by the Marathon Brewing Company. It is a new beer. I saw an ad for this in Runner's World because I get Runner's World magazine for free. I, I, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. I, I bought it like 15 years ago, subscribed. I've never resubscribed. They keep sending it. Yep. 
I hunted this down. You can only get it at Narberth Beverage. Okay. It is a light beer created for and by runners. So it's low-cal, it's light. It is a wheat beer. Yes. And it has, what was it, sea salt? It has a... Coriander. Coriander I and, and um, sea salt. Yeah. It is tasty. It's good. And if this company wants to get into some sort of symbiotic relationship with us, creating some corporate synergy between Junk Miles, the podcast, and the Marathon Brewing Company, we'll say it's delicious. Yeah, we, we, we will go I as will far. up my... Yeah. My... From tasty to super delicious. I'll say it's very t- palatable. Mm-hmm. I'll say it's crisp and refreshing, but I won't say anything nicer than that unless we do get some sponsorship. And I will say, I'm going to be totally honest, I'm generally not a wheat beer no, guy. No, you, but, yeah, but... Not a wheat beer guy at all, but it's very smooth uh, for, for a wheat beer. I enjoy it. Uh, John was actually thinking about smoking his first cigarette tomorrow. This is great advice. John, good job. Go for it, buddy. Parliament. Yeah. Um, speaking of drinking and beers, I just did... We're going to do a little running talk, then we'll get into some. I have a quiz coming up. It might be the greatest hot heat quiz uh, going on any podcast. The hot, hot, hot Hot, quiz. hot, hot quiz. By the way, can I tease something before you yes. get to that? We do have a special guest that I'm very excited about. It's our first Facebook Live uh, event. What do we call this? A show? Facebook Live? I believe we called it. A, it's a, uh, it's a the Extreme Heat Advisory Special. Special. Uh, since it is our Heat Advisory Hot, Hot, Hot Special, we actually got... David Johansson, mm-hmm. uh, Buster, a.k.a. Buster Poindexter, Buster uh, who will be performing the song Hot, Hot, Hot uh, on this show here in my living room uh, this That's evening a get, by guys. the end of the show. That's a so get. make sure you stick around. Uh, Buster Poindexter will be here in studio. Um, speaking of, I just ran my hometown's five-mile run called the Belmar Five. Belmar, quiet little hamlet in central Jersey located between Asbury Park and Point Pleasant. Kind of known as a party town, I guess. Um, they The race was great, super hot, but the medal they gave out, Chip, the genius that went behind this medal to show that Belmar is a true party town. I'm going to put a picture of it up to the camera. Do you see that? It's Look backwards. That. It is a bottle opener slash wine stopper. All right, so if you if, if I can give you the diagram. Yep. So you got the bottle opener right here for beer. Right. This is the metal. I can metal see itself. they have the, uh, yep. what we call the lanyard, maybe. Yeah, yeah, the, right, right, the, right. The, the neck part. And then you can stick it in as a wine uh, yeah. wine stopper, right? genius, right? And then this, the part the that you wrap around your neck, the lanyard part, yep. Velcro. So you can easily take it off take and off. Take it off. Oh, that's, wow. So a big shout out to Belmar 5. I believe this will take over all of the the medals. All races will now have some sort of like nice tchotchke like that. I think it's great. I love it. Yeah. I love it a lot. Um, so that's the Belmar 5 medal. Uh, 26.2 brewery. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a running talk right now. It really is. Um, before we get to this amazing quiz, it's going to be a great, I'm excited. Su- super fun quiz. I just want to talk about something personal. Um, and I want to see if you had a similar situation. Sure. I had to fast for 24 hours this week. When you say fast, you're not talking about your running. Oh, no, that's slow. Okay. This right. is fast. No food for 24 hours. Okay. I was going Because to... it was Yom Kippur. Close. Okay. I do that, too. I'm not even of the Jewish faith, but I just, you know... Out of I respect. Feel, out of respect. Sure. Out of respect. A lot of friends. Um... No, I had a, had a medical exam coming up. Okay. And they said you needed to uh, fast for it. Basically get, um, I don't want to get too technical, sure. all the poopies out of your body. 
right? All I think I follow. I think I understand. Right, follow. I didn't, I, I'll have to Wikipedia it. But, Wiki, uh, Wikipedia it. Yeah. So um, the night, I, I say I got 12 hours in, the night before they give me this mixture to drink. Okay. It's like, I guess you would call it an enema. Sure. But you don't, you just mix it and you drink it. And the thing that I loved, it's basically said, finish all the mixture, mm-hmm. follow it with 16 ounces of uh, water, and make sure you're near a toilet because you will have diarrhea. Oh, great. Okay. That was nice. You know yeah. what I mean? After 12 hours of no food, it was nice to know I had this coming up. By the way, uh, that is certainly not the slogan for uh, 26.2 no, no, uh, brew. There's no, you never have to be near a toilet yeah. for 26.2 brew. So I wake up the next morning, round two of this mixture. Okay. And it's twice as potent. Okay, they, not to, and I don't want to get too gross. I don't no, want to I don't get either. This, okay. we're, not the, we're not this type of how, podcast. How fast, speaking of fast, mm-hmm. how fast did this work? You drink this Yeah, I drank potion, it, yeah. and then for like 20 minutes, nothing, and I'm like, this isn't working. And then all of a sudden, I'm like watching the uh, VCR party live right. in the basement. I ran upstairs so quick. It just hit like... Okay. So then, you know, and you're, you're incapacitated for a while. Next morning, this hit me... Not only was I, you know, it did its business downstairs, I was throwing up. Uh, so it was destroying my, my body. And I sure. like to eat. I like to snack. Yeah, you do. I, uh, I run, basically, try to stay in good shape so I can eat, so I can indulge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right before, five hours before the procedure, no liquids, nothing. So the only thing I had was like four popsicles. And then I go in. T- That's the hardest part. When mm-hmm. you go to get a um, colonoscopy. Okay. Everyone should eventually, when you got to my age, I'm 68 years young. It was right. that time. Yep. I had one. Happy birthday. Buddy. Thank you very yep. much. Um, it was a great birthday present. My wife got it for me. Uh, she drove me there. The, um, the procedure itself, piece of cake. Okay. I walk in, nurses, everybody's nice. The doctor comes in. He's like, hey, Jeff, is this your first colonoscopy? I said, yes, it is. He goes, mine too. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. If you want a colonoscopist, Mm -hmm. which is, I'm assuming, the name of the doctor. He goes by that or gastroenterologist. Either one. Yeah. You want one with a little bit of a little snappy sense of humor. Right. Very fun. A little rat-tat-tat. And um, and then the anesthesiologist, great guy, too. Now, I'm going to share something with you. Can I ask you the anesthesiologist's name by any chance? Yeah. His name was like Ilya. Okay. It was like right. a very um, exotic, nice name. He's I actually very, do know a guy named Ilya, but I don't believe he's an, an no, anesthesiologist. This guy's very tan, too. Okay. He's like kind of like a prototypical jock kind of doctor. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's nice, though. Um, I'm going to share something with Chip and you guys, and this is just between us. This is a uh, Junk Miles exclusive. Exclusive. I'm, I'm intelligent in certain parts of my life. Other sure. parts of my life, a moron. Yeah. Right? Before I had anesthesia... I honestly thought anesthesia wouldn't work on me because I was confusing it kind of with hypnotism. Okay. I said, like, how could you turn off this, this amazing brain? Right. That's yeah. always on like that. You know, there's no way you could turn this off. Mm-hmm. So when I went for my first, uh, I had an endoscopy. Okay. I'm like, they're going to try to put me under. It's not going to work. And I'm going to wake up in the middle of this with this camera in my throat. So that was my big fear. Right. So the same thing with colon, and then it obviously they're able to put you out like that. You're just done, yeah. Just done. But I'm laying there, and they're like, "All right, now we're gonna put you under, Jeff." I'm like, "Yeah, good luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck turning this thing." Boom, done, done. 
With, which is good. And then you're out, you wake up, and you're totally fine. How, how'd you feel afterwards? Where, I was a little groggy. Right. Little groggy. The nurse came in. She's like, hey, you did great. Everything went well. Everything looks good. Um, I'm like, sweet. She's like, can I get you juice? Big juice. Big sure. cranberry juice. Uh, she said animal crackers. I said, yes, they're actually honey grams. Well, all right. So, you know, yeah, good. Yeah. Ate two bags of that. And then my wife met me with my only request was, could you bring me a 20 ounces of Coke? Yeah. Because when my body, when I, after a run or something like that, I crave sugar, carbs, and deliciousness. Okay. And that's what it afforded which, me. Which is great. Yeah. You know, usually when, I, when I'm done a run, I usually uh, prefer... Bag of pasta. Bag of pasta. Mm -hmm. And just some, I don't like to call it, Weapons grade narcotics, <laughs> uh, but just hard, hard drugs that I usually like to take after a nice workout, a nice run. You know, I'll take some, just a handful of prescription pills. Have you ever had to fast? I, I'm thinking if I've had to. I, I've had some minor surgeries, mm -hmm. so I probably had to, but it wasn't a 24-hour type thing. So right. it was, you know, after midnight. The Which is actually the... That's like cheating fasting. I think after midnight wasn't that... Eric Clapton's song about oh, his first colonoscopy. It was I it. called After, after midnight, midnight. You can't midnight, have any food. Yeah. After midnight, yeah. only clear liquids for your body. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's like. He's more of a guitar player than a lyricist. Let's, and, let's put it out there. And that's cheating. That's cheating fasting where you're like, you have to fast and I have from 11 o'clock till like 9 the next morning, then sure. you go to your procedure. If you're going to schedule any sort of endoscopy, colonoscopy, any oscopy, yeah. do it for early in the morning. Mm -hmm. that's, it's, a, that's just like a piece of medical advice I can give. I will say uh, for that drink that you have to do, I have done that numerous times. Uh, my uh, my eye doctor makes me do that every year. <laughs> it's a horrible, horrible procedure. And then he just, he just checks my eyes. Yeah, he's and just nothing mad at to you. do nothing below no. the neck. But I think he just doesn't like me. I will say this: speaking of brilliant minds, yeah, yeah, and not being able to be hypnotized or anything, mm. I had uh, actually this all comes together. I had a. I broke my wrist my junior year of college. Disc golf? No, but uh, a side story. Uh, I was on the tennis team. I wasn't great. Right. I'm a tennis team in college. I, I had my first match mm -hmm. that day over at Drew University. Sure, in, New Jersey. Uh, New yep, Jersey. North Jersey. Uh, had that match, came home, was wrestling around with one of my fraternity brothers, mm -hmm. and uh, I broke a small bone in my wrist. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so I had to get... Uh, there, to this day, there's still a pin right I here. Can you can see it. It actually is sticking, sticking out. out. It's yeah. a very shoddy job. Didn't have great insurance <laughs> at the time. But um, one of your fraternity brothers do it. One of my fraternity pre -med. brothers. Pre-med. He was pre-med, so I figured give him the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So um, this is this is how focused on disc golf I was, and how not focused on tennis I was. Right. Uh, I was very good at disc golf. I was not very good at tennis. Right. And by the way, I say I'm very good at disc golf. At least I was. There are things that I'm very good at that I can't brag about. Mm -hmm. Two things I'm very good at. Disc golf mm -hmm. and foosball. Wow. Two things I, I you can't brag. Nobody's we impressed chip, by that. We got a chip, you're a jock. We got it. Nobody's got impressed it. by that. <laughs> uh, I, had, I had my arm in a sling. Mm -hmm. Two weeks later was Greek week. You know, of course. Yeah. The big uh, yeah. competition. I taught myself in those two weeks, and I'm not an ambidextrous gentleman at all. You weren't. I, I weren't. Right. However, in those two weeks, I taught myself how to throw a Frisbee left-handed, and I still came in second place on campus, uh, Greek week, Frisbee golf. Still came in second place Pitching. playing left-handed with, with my arm in, in a sling. 
Picture the training montage mm -hmm. of just you, young Chip Chantry, yep. maybe 140 pounds, yep. arm in a sling, mm -hmm. wearing your um, your disc golf outfit, right? Yep. Got a pair of Pumas on. Pumas, and it's just like you doing like weights with that one, with arm, that one arm, like the um, Sylvester Stallone movie where he's the truck driver and he does over the, the top, over sure. the top, yep. and he's just doing the weight while mm -hmm. he's doing that. Yeah, and that's like tw just like a good twenty-minute montage of yep. you getting ready for that, and then just college professors calling my name mm -hmm. in uh, the the roll call, and, and you're not, not me you, not being there because I'm out there on campus throwing throwing the disc. Right, and then your yep. fraternity brothers are in class going, "Where's Jim? Yeah. Where's Jim? Yeah, but they don't know. They don't know. Uh, but it all worked out because I came in second place, uh, playing left-handed. But I had to get a, a a pin in my, it was my first surgery, mm -hmm. I had to get a pin in my wrist. They weren't going to put me out. They weren't going to put me on anesthesia because they saw, just like you, a very bright person. Yep. They can't mm -hmm. just hypnotize me. They were just going to give me that twilight kind of half in and out, I guess. Well, I heard they were going to give me epidural. They were just going to do your down... Right. Downstairs, just below the waist, numb that. Which which did make sense because it was my wrist, but at least I wouldn't be able to run away. Run away, right. It, it just incapacitate you. Sure. Right. But what I did, uh, I they started cutting into my wrist, and I remember feeling everything. Oh, my God. And I was like, I can feel that. And I pulled my arm away from the doctor, and I just, all I remember is blood spatter on the wall, Holy. and then two nurses jumping on top of me, one with a gas mask, and the next thing I remember, I was in the recovery room. This was like one flew over to cuckoo's nest. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Yeah. Chip, and you survived. Well, maybe I survived. Maybe this is just a yeah. ghost form of uh, of me. Maybe I'm just haunting my, my uh, old stomping grounds. Guys, this is a... Uh... Medical talk with Chip and Jeff. Yeah. Letting you know where we are in life. Medical corner are. with Chip, Chip and, and Jeff. Jeff. Maladies. Maladies. Broken things. Broken things. What joy they bring. And by the way, please feel free to jump in. Uh, shoot us a message. Shoot us a... Uh, yeah, let us know if you, you have, have any questions. questions. Medical questions, running questions, disc golf questions. Guys, we're going to do a thing right now. By the way, we've already been on the air. For a half hour. Wow, that flew by. Yep. I hope it flew by for you guys too. Probably not. You're but probably that's all, right. all watching like something on Netflix. You have this on next to you in the background. Up, in the background, sound down. I'm sure. Yep. Which is fine. We're more of a visual kind of uh, thing yep. than than audio. Um, that's what that was the big complaint. People loved our podcast, but they're like Chip and Jeff. You are both so attractive. Right. We can't see you on a podcast. Let's get the cameras out. There we go. Here's our summer beach bodies for mm -hmm. you. Yep. Um, Chip and I, a big part of Junk Miles with Chip and Jeff, quizzes. People love yes. quizzes. I have one for you. I have one for you. Great. And they love nostalgia quizzes, things that bring them back to a happier time, not mm -hmm. the hellscape we live in now. Right. More of like a 80s, 90s fun stuff. Yes. So Chip, this is called the Junk Miles Hot 100. 100. Okay. All right. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a song. It's okay. simple, right? Yes. You're going to have to guess the name of the song and the artist, one or other. And if so you, I can name either one? Either one. Okay. It's, there's not a lot of hard, fast rules sure. here. And if you get it right, I will give you a tidbit or a nice factoid about that song. Wow. So everybody your, wins. Your quiz is much, much more thought out. Yeah, it's great. Much more intricate. It's great. Much better than the one that I'm going to throw at you. Okay. Just FYI, I, I wish I was going first. Because then, uh, mine's gonna look like crap. 
uh, compared to his. But it's not a contest. It's not a contest. It's not a contest. So you guys, if you're ready, we're gonna play and play at home too. I think you jump in. Yeah. So let me uh, me turn the sound up right here. We're gonna go our first song, Chip, and this is one of the greatest intros. This brings me back to such a happy place. So Joe Moore. Hey Joe. Joe's washing dishes. How does uh, does washing dishes affect running disc golf? The field of medicine. Okay, so so. Joe, and uh, I, I know you and your, your lovely family, uh, I don't want to start a fight or an issue with your uh, lovely wife, but what I would do is, if, you're, if you are serious, and I don't, I don't know if you are, Joe, because I know you, you start things and you don't finish them. Uh, we'll, we'll say that about Joe. He's, yeah. he's a big quitter. If you really are determined and you want to uh, change my mind about that, have those dishes start throwing them as if they were discs. Yeah. You're washing the dishes, right. throw a couple against the wall as hard as you possibly can. Make sure and, your child's not in the room, Joe. Well, she she may want to see. <laughs> uh, but remember, it's all about the shoulder and the rotation from the core, not just the arm. And not the nice wedding dishes you got for your wedding. The, the older dishes that yeah. you had when you were in college that you still use sometimes. Yes. Yeah. All right, here we go. First quiz. You ready for the first song? So I, should I do this as, as soon as possible? Like Let it go quick? a little bit. Okay. I mean, you're going to know these. You're, you're right. really good. Oh. Oh, I got... Can I... I believe this is In the Heat of the Moment. Heat of the Moment by Asia. Let's listen a little bit. Yes. See me, I'm playing hi-hat. I like that. I'm just going to be the producer. Yeah. That comes the best kick drum coming up. Carl Palmer, here it comes. Watch. Boom, boom, boom. Here we go. There it is. Sorry, there we there go. There it is. Well, actually, that, was, that wasn't the... Here's the kick drum. Chip, that's exactly right. That's Heat of the Moment by Asia. Asia. Uh, made popular by Eric Cartman on South Park. Oh, I did not know uh, that. One, one episode. This hit song, 1982. This is off their debut album. This was a super group back then. This was John Wetton from King Crimson, Steve okay. Howe from Yes, Carl Palmer, of course, from Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, Palmer, and Jeff Downs from both The Buggles and one of the later iterations of Yes. Wow. All right. Wetton and Downs wrote this song, which describes the intense relationship between a young couple and the questions that will happen once they get older. I love it. Here's the thing, I loved this album so much when I was a kid. Um, recently I went back and I typed in Asia in live concert, okay. right? And then there's like, hey, it's an Asia concert from the mid 80s. I watched the whole thing and as I'm watching that, um, oh my God, Dave Galapo, yes, I did drum for Fruit Loops. Thank you for, for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. You're probably a fan, thank you. Uh, I was watching the whole Asia concert. I thought something was off about John Wetton the whole time. I'm like, he just doesn't look right. He's not sounding right. I read down in the comments, John Wetton went to rehab and the guy from Emerson, Lake and Palmer, either Greg Lake or Keith Emerson, subbed in at the last moment. Really? And did the whole concert. Wow. Yeah. Great, right? Yeah. Fun tidbit right there. Fun tidbit. That's Asia, guys. 1982. Hot tidbit. tidbit. Uh, That was off the the used wig. I mean, the, um, the junk miles. Hot 100. You ready for another one, Chip? Yeah. How many? Can, can I ask how many of these are? There? Oh, there's a hundred. Okay, great. Yeah, this is this podcast is going to go for a while. Great. All right, here we go. This is a nice little lead-in. Oh, I know exactly what this is. I, I believe Dude. a saxophone is going to come in soon. Is is? Am I right? Mate, why don't Hold we on. listen a little bit? I'm Air Saxon. Yeah. 
Oh, look, is that Eddie Murphy hanging <laughs> off the back of a truck? That's Alex Foley, it is. A Axel Foley. I uh, know, his brother was in, in oh, the Alex. background. Alex's right. brother is in, right. in the background of that scene. Yes, Chip, this was... That was, uh, so that's The Heat Is On by, uh, by one of the Eagles. Eagles, yes. right? Yes, uh, you gotta guess, say which one. Glenn Fry. Look, Jennifer Becker, first album she bought was AZ. Yes, and it was Thank a great Jennifer album. That's, uh, I I'm gonna have to listen to that album now. That was The Heat Is On by Glenn Fry. When they promoted this song, he got so into The Heat Is On, he changed his last name to Fry, F-R-Y, to bring that whole heat thing to it. Fry it up, Isn't that buddy. amazing? Wow. That song came out in 1984. Now, this song was specifically written for the Beverly Hills Cop, Cop soundtrack, soundtrack. I remember that. By Harold Faltemeyer, the music director, okay. who also wrote Axel F. Oh, the, the, do, 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 One of the few songs I can play on the piano. Just that little... Well, we're going to make you prove it in a little bit. We can do that. Here's the deal. They auditioned a bunch of popular singers at the time to sing this song. MCA, Glenn Fry's record label, said, you should audition for it. He goes, that's below me. Okay. Then he's like, wait, the Eagles just broke up. I might need a solo career. Mm -hmm. It went on to be one of his best decisions That's a ever. Huge, yeah. One of the biggest hits of the 80s with, sure. with a prominent saxophone part. Sure. Up yeah. until then, people would throw up when they heard the sound of a saxophone. It was, Is that right? Yes, it was, such a, it was such a, a, a weird sound to people. Well, actually, that's right, because that's how uh, people uh, going up for a colonoscopy Instead of drinking that mixture, they would play a saxophone. They would just listen to One some saxophone music. One of the worst music. sounding instruments. Sure. Right. Um, that, there we go, Chip. The heat is on, Glenn Fry. Now we're going to do song three. If you're ready. I'm, I'm, I'm so ready. By the way, Stanley is, is here trying to get up, but I'm going to leave him down here. Stanley can come up the front. Here we go. This is the uh, Junk Miles Hot 100. Oh. Come here. Oh. I definitely know this song. Stanley's so does Stanley. Like Stanley knows the song. Oh, um, so it's, it's got to be David Bowie. No, no, no. This guy was a punk in the seventies. Oh, is this Hot in the City? Yes. By is it Billy Idol? Yes. Billy Idol. Yes. Hot in the. Yes. That's Billy Idol. I Hot in the this City. Was, yeah, I believe this was featured. I could be wrong in the movie Big with well, Tom Hanks. Maybe. I, I believe they were in the. Uh, the the back of the limousine. I could, I could be wrong about that. This was Billy Idol's second single as a solo artist following maybe one of the worst songs ever, Money Money. Yeah, right? not a great one. This was Idol's Wait, first. Wait, so Money Money was first, first, and then this then he went into Rebel Yell, yeah, White Wedding, White Wedding, which Eyes obviously got a lot face. better. Eyes Without a Face, sure. Um, this was Idol's first solo effort that came with a music video. Now listen to this. Many of the lyrics are very hard to understand, but Idol is very clear when he sings the line, I can really feel the heat now. New York. New York. There you go. Billy Idol, 1982, guys. Chip, we're going to our next song right. here. You ready? Yes. I got it. Yes. Hot Tap, Summer in the City yep. by, is it Love and Spoonful? Yes. Or is it Box Tops? Yeah, Love and no, Love and Spoonfuls. Love and Spoonfuls. All right, good. Nice, Chip. This I always thought there was a very uh, graphic, the back of his neck mm -hmm. is just dirty and, right. and gritty, I believe it is. Yeah, it's just true. The, it's, now, it's here's something weird. Visceral. This, according to this song, it's difficult to walk around in a crowded and hot city during the day. Right. But at night, it's great because you have plenty of opportunities to chase women. 
a little creepy, John I, Sebastian. Yeah, I think I think John Sebastian may have just admitted to something. To add to John Sebastian's Creep Factory, Creep Factor, not Creep Factory. Creep Factory. Creep Factory. Which would be a great record label, by the way. <laughs> there was a, one of the most famous record labels is Factory Records out of Manchester. Uh, but um, he also has another song simply called Younger Girl about a guy's crush on a girl who's too young for him. So John Sebastian, Love yeah. and Spoonfuls, you're a creep. Yeah, let's... Uh, no longer playing... Do your... you believe in magic? Uh, no, but no. I do believe in... D that uh, you're a creep. Yes, yeah. All right, you ready for number five? Five. Junk Miles, Hot 100. Oh. I will say that it is currently getting mm -hmm. hot in here. Uh, do you know who sings this, Chip? Is this... I'm gonna guess Nelly. Is it Nelly? It is Nelly. Is it Nelly? All right, good. Now, this, you're gonna love this, guys. This is Nelly, of course, with his his hit song, Hot in Here. Yep. Now, the thing about this song, there's an extra R in here. H-E-R-R-E. -R -R -E, yeah. And this is to indicate that it's really hot. In here. Here. Like, in this specific It's here. definitely hotter than just one R. Right. Right? This was written uh, an expression of the St. Louis accent. That's where Nelly's from. And this groove... I didn't realize St. Louis had an accent. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's right. basically... It's like okay. little pirates. So, yeah, I was going to say that. Well, the, obviously, that's where the St. Louis Pirates came from. Yes, the famous, the baseball, famous team. baseball team. The groove is based on Bustin' Loose, a huge go-go hit for Chuck Brown and the Soul Searchers, released in 1978. Nelly's line, I feel like Bustin' Loose, also comes from that track. Uh, can I give you a fact of, about this track? No, you know. Uh, Okay. No, you can't. We'll okay. No, 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 no. Oh, well, I'm, I'm not going to get I'm just going to relay it. Joe yeah. Moore is going to give us. Uh, Nelly is at Xfinity Live in August. Thank you, Joe Moore. Joe, are you going to the show? Yeah, Joe, will you be there? And could you score us two extra tickets? <laughs> Do you think it will be hot at his concert? He might not play this, Joe. Who knows? It's not that big of a hit. All right, here's the next one coming up. That's enough out of you, Nelly. Yeah, Nelly. Yeah, you made yeah, about a billion down, dollars Nelly. off of this. This is one of my favorite, favorite songs this band is amazing. They're a little under the radar. Oh, oh, sure, yeah. Uh, for, uh, for also from a, a movie from the Karate Kid. Oh, that's right, Chip. Damn. Am I am I going too fast? I don't. No, no, like no, 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 no. I no. believe this is Bananarama. Yes. Bananarama is something about summer, cruel summer, cruel summer, 1983. Great song. This band. Now this is people. I'm going to blow your mind. So hold on to your mind, right? Bananarama, or Bananarama, how they ever say it in Great Britain. I call it Bana. Bananarama. Yeah. Bananarama. Bananarama. Um, this, this did well in 83, but when it was released in 1984 with the Karate Kid soundtrack, it blew up. Mm -hmm. Listen to this, people. Between 1982 and 2009, Bananarama had 28 singles reached the top 50 in the UK singles chart. Wow. 28. In total, they had 11 singles reach the U.S. Billboard's Hot 100. Hits like It Ain't What You Do, Really Saying Something, Shy Boy, Na Na Na, Hey Hey, Kiss Him Goodbye, and Cruel Summer. Wow. I didn't know they had that many songs. I, I was going to ask if they were a one-hit wonder or not, but apparently not. This is a good one, too. This is, this is some deep-cut trivia. Okay. Does anyone out there know where they got their name from? Bananarama. Oh, wait. Yeah. Bananarama. It's a fun thing to say. It's yeah, fun, right? Any Bananarama fans Bananarama, watching right bananas now? Bananas are fun. They took their name in part from the old Roxy Music song, Pajamarama. Okay. Close. Right? Yeah. What about that? Yeah. That's Cruel Summer. This this is a really hot mix of just hot songs. Junk Miles Hot 100. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Would you rather go to a store 
called Bananarama. I'd like to go there. Okay, which we probably have a lot of bananas, banana, banana out- outfits, outfits, banana accessories, right. and a banana slicer. Right. Or would you rather go to a place called Pajamarama? Why can't we have both? I'm just saying, and maybe in a mall next to each other. Yeah. Why not? There we go. Like like uh, like the gap and the kids gap where you can walk right. from one to the go other. Go get yourself a frozen banana treat. Yeah. Go into pajama. Pajama Rama. And with your gross banana hands, mm-hmm. touch all the pajamas. I think so, yeah. What about Bandanarama? Bandanarama, actually really good store. I went there after I went to Dramarama. Okay. It's a record store that only sells records from the New Jersey-based band Dramarama. Sure, yeah. Their lead singer, John Easdale, was actually working there when I uh, went in. Yeah, we're yeah. all making a living. We really are. All right, Chip, you ready for another song? Off, I, uh, I hope so. <laughs> the Hot 100? Hot 100. Hot 100 of Junk Miles. Right here, Junk Miles backwards. Here we go, guys. This is a good one. Oh, sure. This is your finger dance to this song. Like if your aunt's at a wedding, she'd be like, Oh, yeah. You're going like, Woo, woo, woo. Spilling Chardonnay everywhere. I believe that. You, you, you. Yeah, it's it's a lot of the pointing. Uh, I believe it's, we're we're singing about what we're in the midst of right now. That would be a heat wave. By who, though? And I want to say Martha the Vandellas. You got it right. Chip, do you know what year? Extra points for the year. I'm going to call it 1965. Oh, close. 63. 63, all right. Heat Ray was released in 63 by female Motown group Martha and the Vandals. Second album. Yep. Reached number four in the Hot 100. Earned a group its only Grammy nom- nomination. It was written by the popular songwriting trio of, obviously, Holland, Dozier, and Holland. Sure, of course. The yep. song was covered by many artists over the years, including Rinda Ronstad. Our 1975 album. Hey, that's Stanley. How you hey, doing, Stanley. buddy? Stanley wants to get back up. Come here. on, Stan. That uh, that's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I have a little little, uh, little history with Martha and the Vandellas. If, uh, Did you date one of the Vandellas? Well, I don't like to get into that too much. Oh, Bevan, yes. Bevan, hello, Bevan. Yes, Fruit Loops drummer. They opened for Pallet in 19. 19- oh my God, Bevan, 68. You son of a bitch. Yeah, it was a long time ago. It was 1986, and we did yeah. open for Paladin. Uh, great band, metal band. We were a punk band. We brought a lot more fans to the table, I think, than Paladin did. Okay. But we thanked Paladin for having us on the bill. Um, I'm sorry, Martha and the Vandell story? Uh, so, so my father, yep. a big oldies mu- you know, music yeah. fan, uh, 60s, Motown, Beach Boys, the whole thing. Oldies 98 was always playing in the car. He would quiz us. We couldn't just enjoy the music. Dads do that, right. He'd, we'd have to know the yeah. artist, the song, generally the year. Uh, and my friend Tom Bogoski, my good friend Tom, we were going up to... Uh, uh, we're going up to Lancaster, I believe, to a smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Shady Maple, but it was another one. Right. We're going up there, and he's still quizzing us. And w- my friend Tom was in the car. We're probably about 10 years old at the time. Mm-hmm. He guessed Martha the Vandellas. Nice. Got it right at one point. It might have been for Heat Wave. And so then, just to be, you know, just kind of a little prick, kept every song, no matter what it was, was guessing Martha the Vandellas. Yeah. So it was your a dad running probably, joke. Your dad probably had his fill of it. Sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But he's probably being nice. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is a, this is a great song from the uh, '80s, I believe. Maybe one of the best drum intros ever. Let's uh, let's all enjoy it. Some like it. Is that what it is? Listen to that, Tony Thompson from Chic. Oh, is that who that is, Tony yeah. Thompson? I was gonna guess Robert Palmer. He was the like, lead singer. Oh, he was. Yeah. Oh wait, so wait, who is this then? This is Chip. This is the Power Station. Oh, Power Super oh, Group. Power Station. Okay, but it is Robert Palmer singing? Oh yeah. Lee. Okay. You're gonna. This is a great tidbit. Come up. You're gonna love it. 
Motion. Multiply. It's tough not to dance while I'm trying to do work, but that's who I am. I'm a man who loves dance. Stanley loves dancing. Now, here's the thing about the Power Station. Supergroup formed by Robert Palmer Vocals, Tony Thompson, drummer from Chic, and two guys from Duran Duran, John Taylor and Andy Taylor. Okay. Not they, related, I think. No, agree. three guys in Duran Duran named Taylor, all last names, not, relate, not one of them are related to another. Wow. Feel the heat. You feel it. Uh, Some Like It Hot proved to be their most successful song. Um, this is great. After they released their debut album, literally after this song blew up and Bang A Gong blew up, Robert Palmer left the band right before they got on tour. Really? He was replaced by Michael DeBar, who was in a, fronting a band called Checker Pass. He was also an actor who appeared in the TV show Rockford Files, Cagney and Lacey, and WKRP in Cincinnati. Sure. Michael DeBar. Michael DeBar. Michael DeBar. From the Ke song L. Michael DeBarge. Uh, oh, no, I don't like this comment. Kelly Andrews, it's the Cheerios, not the Fruit Loops. That's from my daughter. Yeah, Juliet. Now, Juliet, you're a sweet kid, you and your sister, but the name of my band was Fruit Loops, not Cheerios. Cheerios is a dumb name. I would never be in a band named Cheerios. I was in a band called The Fruit Loops, which is a cool name. Thanks. So why don't we just leave it there, okay? And uh, well, also, you were also in that super group of kind of North Jersey hardcore bands called Honey Bunches of Oats. Yes. Which was a great, I still have your debut album. Thank you. Thank you. You ready for another song? We're going yeah. we're gonna, to we're gonna keep the heat index up really high, but we're going to bring it down a little bit. This, I might want to slow dance with Stanley, I think. There we go. What do you think, Stan? I, I know I've heard this song. Nothing's registering right now, though. Yeah. It's a jam. It's a jam oh. from 1979. This is a very celebrated band. Oh, oh. so I think I... So I believe it is... Uh, are they cool? They're certainly cool. Is there a gang of them? There's a gang. Oh, too, is it Too Hot? It is Too Hot. Is that what it's called? It is. Too Hot. This is a great song. I was listening to this... It's about a relationship. It's a really nice song. Cool in the Gang, 1979. The band was named after their bass player, Robert Cool Bell. Really? Yeah. This is a nice song. It's very smooth. It is. Here we go. You ready for the chorus? Yeah. Is it hot, Chip? It's too hot. Too hot. Man. What do you think, Stanley? Is it too hot? Stanley says it's just right. Yeah, he, he, he likes the temperature here right now. All right, guys. Next. On Junk Miles Top 100 Chip. This is not Martha the Vandellas. Close. This might take a while to get going. By the way, if somebody knows. Oh, drop it like it's hot. Mr. Snoop Dogg. Featuring. Featuring Pharrell Williams. Really? Okay. Now, I'm going to drop a lot of good science on you right now, guys. Okay. You're going to love this. By the way, it took me a while to get this one. Not that I need. I, uh, it took a lot. If anybody's playing at home, feel free to jump in and, right. uh, and answer this. Chip, the expression drop it like it's hot means moving your butt down to the dance floor, something rappers often implore women to do, okay. as in the Little John and Eastside Boy boys song, Get Low. Sure. The expression was initially popularized when it was used during a rap by Lil Wayne on Juvenile's 1999 single, Back That Ass Up, A-Z-Z. -Z. Yeah. This is one of the greatest bits of... 
of, of musical knowledge. Snoop Dogg rewrote the song and re-recorded it in 2012 for a campaign for U.S. microwavable snack brand Hot Pockets. Do you know the name of the song, Chip? Drop It Like It's Hot was changed to... Drop It Like It's Hot Pockets? Pocket Like It's Hot. Pocket Like It's Hot. I love the integrity of Snoop Dogg. I think it's important that you really you write a, an amazing song, stick your guns, yep. and never, never... Like, take the meaning away from it, right? Yeah. At one point in his life, he was dropping things like they were hot. It was All, too. Yeah. Years later, I believe he kind of bastardized, he cheapened yeah. the, the, the feel of the song. Would you go as far as saying that Snoop Dogg's Pocket Like It's Hot mm -hmm. is his Candle in the Wind 98? Oh my God, I didn't even think of that. Like, you were probably like, hey, when Hot Pockets come to you, why? you just write a whole new song sure right for for hot pockets yeah but like elton john it's like no i have a good serviceable song sure i just i'll just rework it right yeah, yeah. this song pock like it's hot was also an ode princess diana it makes sense it, makes it really sense. makes sense tip we're gonna end this amazing quiz this i'm been sure a great one. i'm loving it i'm sure people are enjoying it a lot of good nostalgia here um here we go chip Yeah. I mean, this is... The man is going to be in the studio yep. uh, in just a little bit. We're so excited. Uh, the one and only David Johansson, yep. a.k.a., I guess just for this era, Buster Poindexter, hot, hot, hot. Chips, two cats, Ernie and Gary are actually doing a conga line. Yeah, there's a conga line. There they are, right around the table. Stanley, you can't stop Stanley from dancing. He loves this song. Guys... Let me tell you a little bit about Buster Poindexter. This guy rules. You know, he was once a New York doll. They had some great songs. He went out on his own, had a couple uh, non-Buster Poindexter songs. He has a track called Melody from a solo release, 70s, one of the greatest songs. But this is uh, really sad. Buster Poindexter, you know, New York Dolls vocalist David Johansson. This song was written and recorded originally by a Montserratian soca artist named Arrow in 1984. Buster covered it. Three years later, and it became his biggest hit song. He has complained in interviews with NPR that this tune was the bane of my existence to uh, its long-lasting popularity. I feel really bad that we've asked him to come here and, and perform do it. it. Addressed, I know. He said he would. He said, he, I mean, he said he was, he should, yeah. He said, like, he was at his nephew's it. wedding, and his nephew asked him to do it. And he's uh, like, I don't want it. He's no, like, please. Uh, and he had to do it. Uh, that's... Yeah. Um, I'm feeling hot, hot, hot. I'm feeling very hot, hot, hot. Yeah. So that was, um, Chip, that was the Junk Miles Hot 100, 12 songs. I hope everybody enjoyed that. I hope people like music. It was amazing. Us dancing. I think there's a lot of good stuff going yeah. on. Yeah. I, 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 it, uh, it was a lot of fun. A lot it of was. fun. Do you, have a, do you want to wait and do your quiz with me? Do you have a quiz? I do have a quiz. It's just a five-question quiz. Five-question quiz. Yeah. So we can wait a little bit if you want to? No. Do you want to just jump right in, or do you have something else? I think, do you want to do, uh, yeah, let's do a quiz. We'll do both quizzes, get them out of the way. Then okay. we'll do Pet Talk. Yeah, I think it's time for Pet, pet Talk. Pet Talk's going to be yeah. amazing. Okay. So to get us into this quiz, mm -hmm. we're not necessarily going to be talking about the heat, but we're going to be talking about something that's happening tomorrow. Okay. Do you know what that might be? It's actually not something that's happening tomorrow, 
but it happened many years ago on tomorrow's date. Tomorrow would be the, tw- the July twentieth. Tw- July twentieth. Is the fiftieth anniversary. The golden uh, oh, anniversary. Oh, I know what it is. What's that? It's the uh, faking of the moon landing. The faking yes, of the moon landing. Yes, it yeah. never happened. Right. Everybody would... has to have a conspiracy theory they believe in. Sure. That's mine. Yeah. I'm just going to go with that it one. It just it didn't happen. It's yeah. fine. It didn't happen. Now, uh, let me ask you this. Yeah, yeah. Where were you? Everybody yeah, yeah. remembers where they were when the yeah. moon landing was faked. Yeah. Where were you? Were I you... was, I'll tell you what, I just started Solid Foods. Okay. Six month old. I was in a little swing. Sure. Back and forth. Yeah. I think it was carrots my mom started out with, like okay. some Gerber carrots, sticking them in my little, little face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You normally wait for about six months to start feeding like right. real food. Before yeah. that, I was on other stuff. So was, well, you were on that, that, uh, that mixture that would just I was on. You. I was on the enema mixture. Yeah. My, my parents thought I was chubby. Mm-hmm. They wanted me to slim down. Sure. They were giving me some uh, Don't blame them. slim and shakes. Yeah. Uh, the moon landing, I was, uh, I'm going to say it, I was six months old. Okay. I remember it. I, the one thing I remember, my first words I yelled out was, fake. Is that is that right? That was your fake. This yeah. is not happening. Because you're smart. You're smart. You know that that obviously uh, people can't go to another planet. It's impossible. Because the moon is the name of our closest neighboring planet. Planet, sure. obviously. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they 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 would not be able to do that. So obviously, with the magic of television and movies, yeah, uh, fifty years ago. But what a great accomplishment. Yeah. Well, that's what I want to say. All right. In filmmaking, in oh, filmmaking, sure. In propaganda yeah. to make it to trick everybody into trick thinking. the Russians. They tricked the Russians into they, thinking they gave up their space program. They're like, we lost. Yeah. Let's get into hacking now. Forget, mm-hmm. forget space. Yeah. Uh, do you have a quiz about moons? I actually do. Okay. I have a quiz about moons. Uh, speak, speaking of which, so uh, yeah, I'll pull it up. I did have. Okay, here we you got go. It right here. Yeah, I got it right here. Your, your copious notes. My copious notes right here. Uh, very shorthand. Uh, question number one. A very famous song performed by many artists written in the 30s, going back as far as the 30s. Um, Blue Moon. Yeah. Uh, it was before, Blue Moon was performed, one of the iterations of mm-hmm. any, was performed in the movie Grease. Oh, my God. It right. was during the school dance. Yep. And uh, that was when some of the hooligans, the T-Birds, yeah. they actually uh, showed their full moons yes. to the TV cameras yep. and potentially got in trouble. What famous band was the house band for that dance? Oh, I don't know if they were called that. I don't know if they were called that. I think they were maybe called something else yeah. during the movie. But it was an actual band really? who was performing. Oh. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Yeah. Think about this. Yeah. It was in the 1970s. Shanana. Shanana yes. uh, performed Blue Moon. Uh, one of my favorite, sh- earliest favorite shows was Shanana. Was Shanana. I, I remember very little besides Bowser. Yeah. But uh, I believe I did see Shanana maybe at Great Adventure when I was about four years old. I had all these great links saved. I did a lot of research on Shanana. Mm-hmm. And then I cleared, played at Woodstock. Yeah. And then I cleared my Bowser history and I lost them all. You never want to delete your Bowser history. That is, uh, right. ladies and gentlemen, good night. Thank you for, okay. That, that, was, a, that was a good one. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. All right. Uh, okay, in the 1979 spy uh, film. I was 10 years old. 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Very old. Moonraker. Yes. Moonraker. Moon. Of course, a what film, what type of, what franchise? That's not the James question. James Bond. James Bond. Ian Fleming. G- yeah, yeah, Ian yeah. Fleming. Yeah. Uh, who, 
played James Bond in that. Oh, in Moonraker. Yeah, it was the. Uh, it was not Sean Connery. It was Roger Moore. It was Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Roger Moore. Very right. good. Thank you. Um, all right. Boo. No, Kelly. That was good. That was good. No boo. No, uh, yeah. No. Uh, oh, someone. No, was that from one of your other daughters? Maybe oh, I think somebody did like it. That was. Boy, that was a low point of our podcast, I believe. I'm sorry. Ugh. All right, no more puns. No one gets puns. I see. I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Uh, question number three of five. Three of five. 22-year-old session vocalist mm-hmm. Claire Tory mm-hmm. sang uh, the vocals mm-hmm. on this track from Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. They, they, none of, uh, it wasn't David Gilmore. It wasn't Roger uh, Waters. They did not sing on this track. It was... I don't believe they sang on this track. It was basically just a 22-year-old session uh, vocalist, Claire Torrey. She mm-hmm. didn't get... Uh, she Apparently, she did not get her uh, royalties until many years later. Didn't she just sing that part in the song, Dark Side of the Moon? That, like, kind of caterwauling, like... Wah! No. So what song was that? Ian? Oh, that song's not called Dark Side it's of the not, Moon? It's not, yeah, I don't believe there is a song called Dark Side of the Moon. Oh, uh, um, Time. Or is it like they have like one nerd? I believe it's right after Time is the... Is, is it called Yawn? No. It's not called Yawn? It's, uh, I'll give you, let's see if I can give you a hint. It, if you watch it while we, because this is what we'll be doing for the third hour of yep. this, we'll be <laughs> listening to Dark Side of the Moon while watching The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz, right. It's when the... The great tornado, Pink Floyd, comes through. Yeah, we got Pink Floyd yeah, glasses Pink right Floyd here. Glasses. Uh, wish you were here, little yeah. animals. Um, uh, it's called uh, "Great Gig in the Sky." Great. Oh gig my God, that's your really name of song. That is the name oh, of the song. You stumped me there. Say "Great Gig in the Sky." And he stumped me. Yeah. I think you're. I think you're gonna uh, pull a, pull it out after this one. All right. I think you're gonna you bring it back. Mm-hmm. Okay. This Denny's <laughs> menu item yeah. consists of. Ham and an egg sandwich yeah, with yeah, Swiss yeah. and American cheese on a grilled sourdough served with hash browns. Now, now, now I'm really hungry, and I, I'd love to get a nice big plate of uh, moon over my hammy. <laughs> uh, it, I'll give it to you. Was I close? It's it's for whatever reasons. I believe it's plural, which I don't understand. Moons, moons over my hammy. Moons, I believe moons over my hammy. Moons over my hammy. But you are 100 percent correct. Moons over my hammy. I am an annoying vegetarian. Could I swap out the my hammies? Maybe could I have like moons over my um, tofu? Tofurkies. Tofurkies. Yeah, I think that's nice. true. Thank you. Oh, and uh, Dave got a uh, great guy. Very there, there good. There you Dave. go. Dave, See? also very classic rock guy. Yeah, he knew it. Dave, we actually mentioned you uh, on a podcast before about um, musicians who play house parties. We were talking about. Uh, I forget which music play house party, but Dave Galapo, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Pat Denizio played a house party for you, and I believe it was uh, maybe for your 40th birthday. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong. Who knows? But I think I might be right. You may be right. You, you may, may be, be crazy. Right. right. It's true. Uh, by the way, a little fact uh, from Sean Mulholland mm-hmm. said that, did you know The Wizard of Oz is a 1939 musical fantasy Starring Dame Julie Gar- Judy Garland. I did not know that. <laughs> uh, if I could, I don't usually like to do this, but uh, Sean, if you could hop off of this uh, Facebook Live and never, if you could unlike our page and not uh, ever, I, I if uh, I, I will say this, Sean Mulholland is a uh, is a local comedian. Yes. Uh, who threatened my life on uh, Twitter recently and was uh, was removed from Twitter for oh a little God. while. 
Uh, even though he was just kidding, and I wrote to the Twitter people to so ask for kidding. him to be reinstated. Has he been reinstated? Yeah, uh, but I think we should have a writing uh, uh, campaign to get him re-kicked off of Twitter. Look, yes, Dave Galapo, he did play his 40th birthday party. Beautiful. Uh, I was recently kicked off Twitter also. Yes. Um, basically, uh, you're not allowed to hypnotize people on Twitter. I know, it's I, a uh, shame. Let's just say I'm a master hypnotist. Yeah. Three of my tweets, I I may have hypnotized people. I mm -hmm. may have suggested them to give me money. I'm back on Twitter. I just need to pay back $3,700 okay. to the people that I... Uh, small price to pay. Small price to pay. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm no longer going to be doing any uh, hypnotist um, tweets. Well, that's why we're doing the Facebook Live. Facebook Live. This is actually going to start spinning in a few moments. Do you guys want to hear some pet talk? Oh, wait. We have one more question. Oh, one more question. I'm sorry. One more question. Yeah. In 1983, yeah. speaking of Moon, yep. uh, Michael Jackson first did his first televised moonwalk right. to the song Billie Jean. Right. On what TV special? All right, what year? 1983. 1983, TV special. What TV special was it? Was it a TV you, special? You probably remember, it's the very famous one, he's up on stage. Everybody's going is it, crazy. Is it like the Emmys or Grammys, like a show like that? It looks very similar to that. However, it's not an award show. I don't no, believe not they an gave award that show. awards. Was but it, it looks very much like an award show. Was it That's Incredible, the TV show? No, no. it's great. Uh, was it um, Was it the Dana Carvey Hour? You know, it wasn't, as a matter no, of fact. Was it? Uh, I don't know, Jeff. Uh, it was uh, the Motown 25th, oh, 25th anniversary, anniversary, I believe. It was called Motown 25, Motown 25 Yesterday today forever wow yeah there you go so there we go a little little moon question i love moon not questions. nearly to the extent and uh wonderment and multimedia right explosion of what i would offer of the hot 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 quiz what's your favorite person moon named person person who has moon as part of their name uh well there's warren moon yes there's moon unit zappa moon unit zappa right that's um, what i was thinking of yeah i what was her hit song, Moon Unit Zappa? She's like, uh, was it Fly Me to the Moon Unit? No. I, it was Valley Girl. Valley Girl. Oh, yes. that's right. Gag Me with a Spoon. Gag Me with a Spoon. That's right. Yeah. You ready, Chip? Uh, are we doing it? It's time for pet talk, ladies and gentlemen. We got a pet right here. Yep, that's right, guys. It's Pet Talk, one of the most popular parts of our show. Um, we have, I have two dogs. Chip has one dog and two cats. And one of them is in frame right now. Right, this is Stanley. Stanley's a very good dog, very mellow. I like to say about Stanley, he's, he's, he looks like he's solid, but he, he is like bird bones. He has very, I'm not even sure if he has bones. He's just a floppy muppet of love. He's actually just made with uh, fluffernutter and peanut brittle. Yeah, there's, there's nothing to him. He's not a substantial animal. He's a beautiful animal. We give him orange crunchers. He loves looks, carrots. Looks like an Ewok. Carrots looks is like his favorite, uh, favorite treat. Great, great guy. And then we have uh, Gary. Or oh, Gary just, uh, Gary just, I think he heard his name he and might come he over might here. be coming over. So I have a story, Chip. Okay. I was recently on vacation in town Belmar for yes. two weeks at the shore. You, uh, I saw some photos. Sounded like you had a great time. great time. Halfway through the vacation, I decided to drive back to Philadelphia to mow my lawn. Right. Just want to make sure things look good when I come home. I right. don't want to come home and have five-foot high grass. No, right? you don't. So I'm driving back. 
I'm on the PA Turnpike. I get a phone call, and the number's from Belmar. And I go, hmm, I don't, I don't know who this is. I'll, I'll, I'll just ignore it, and sure. I'll check it out later. Five minutes later, another number from Belmar, but it's, like, real official-looking. I'm like, oh, this is the uh, police. Uh, yeah. I pull over on the side of the road. And where are you at this point? I'm at uh, just off the PA Turnpike. Just okay. got into New Jersey. Okay. Pull over. I'm in the town of... Um, Oh, I forget. But it, it has a water tower, and the town's name has these two giant lightning bolts. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's very metal. Yeah. Um, pull over. Hello, Jeff. Uh, this is uh, Belmar Police Department. We have your dog. Could you please come get him? He seems to be doing fine. Thank you. So I'm like, oh, uh -huh. my dog. Text Kelly. I'm like, Kel, dog's in the police station. Can you go get him? She's like, what? Kelly acted like that. She's like, I'm on it. And I'm like, what happened? Yeah. So basically, uh, in the porch in Belmar, Star, our sweet little girl, five-year-old dog, she comes out and she likes to hide under things. She's hiding under one of the chairs. We had people in and out all day. People went to the beach. They didn't realize that Star was still on the porch. Okay. Locked her out. Yep. And then she pushed open the gate and she just left. Now, Star's not street savvy. She's not city savvy, town savvy. She's not savvy at all. She's no. a sweet girl. So she went wandering around the block, went up to a neighbor's house, hid under their couch on their porch. Ah. Woman called me up, couldn't get a hold of me, called the police, and the uh, the police arrested Star. Yeah. Brought Star into the police station, and um, Kelly went and broke Star out of jail. Belmar police, very nice, and Star was very nervous, but when she took Star out, decided to walk her home, Star found an almost full slice of pizza. No. Normally we'd be like, Star, no, no, not for you. Don't, no, don't eat that. But Kelly felt so bad for poor Star. She let Star have the pizza and the whole block, six block home, the mm -hmm. walk, she Star had it in her mouth, brought it right into the house. And just, right. hey, it's kind of a win for Star. So our dog was arrested. Does. Will this go on Star's record? Yeah, actually, she has to wait six months. She's got to do some community service. I was going to say, probably has she to has be to, a service dog for a little while. She has to go pick up pizza off of all the uh, lawns in the neighborhood. Sure, pizza. understandable. She's got to do that for six months, make sure, you know, pizza and other, like, gross foods mm -hmm. are, uh, you know, cleaned up. After that, she should be fine. So uh, I'd like to thank the, uh, the town of Belmar. Yeah, thank you, uh, Belmar. They did a great job. The, the, the men, and, uh, men and women, the Belmar's finest. Chip, have you ever been to jail? Have you ever, like, crawled under a couch on a porch and had someone call? Well, I've done that many times. Yes, yes, yes. It's never gotten to the point of no. imprisonment. No. I've been inside a jail. Hmm. Uh, the uh, Montgomery County... Were you doing... Were you performing there? Uh, like a Johnny Cash kind of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. Yeah. I'm Chip Chantry. <laughs> uh, 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 by the way, people, if you don't know, Chip is a professional comedian. Yes. He's... Uh, you entertained on parole. On parole, but I, so you were at the prison, but you weren't. So the Montgomery County lockup. Uh, it's the lockup. It's the right. prison. I, it, I don't the know. It's the prison. It's the it's the Hooskow. Hooskow. Yeah. Right. So uh, that was built uh, probably not even a mile from my home oh. when I was a little kid. I was probably about eight years old. Right. They built a prison. The bit everybody was all up in arms because mm -hmm. they're like, "Why is there a prison in our backyard?" Right. Uh, we're going to get some, you know, yeah. undesirable people are going to break out. Yeah. Because, you know, it's we've seen the Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, They break out of jail. Then they drive their cars all around like crazy, right. jumping over bridges. Right. Uh, so what they did was they opened it up to the community before it officially opened. Oh, take a tour. So we could take a tour. Be like, hey, look how it is. 
And you would think that as an eight-year-old boy, it was kind of scared straight type mm-hmm. of. And I remember my mom, I think it was my mom and another mom took a few of the boys and to show us jail. and like, hey, you never want to end up here. Well, we got to see the fitness center, <laughs> the TVs, and we were so blown away. Yeah, we were like, we, nice. we'd like to come to jail. Yeah, this is better than our local Y. Yeah, apparently it's not as nice anymore. No, it's uh, probably not. You put, uh, put, put the day to day isn't quite. Didn't as they have like a dig dug machine in the corner? Like they had, had a some, dig dug machine. They had, yeah, they had a they, they had a moon bounce. Nice. So uh, icy machine. Yes. Have you ever been to jail? Uh, yes, uh, I was arrested. Were you? Uh, when I was seventeen. Okay. Uh, weapons possession. Oh, charge? yeah, it's, it's nothing yeah. serious. Yeah. Uh, my friends and I went to a Catholic school. We had half days on Wednesday, and um, my two of my buddies said, "Hey, let's take our BB guns out and go try to shoot some squirrels." Sure. We never shot a squirrel. They weren't good BB guns. They weren't good aims. Right. But we were driving. We pulled over, and Bob and Ray jump out their guns and start firing. Yeah. There's an old woman in Spring Lake. Spring Lake, very rich town. Yeah. Very hoity-toity. Calls the police. And says there are men in suits. We all had our ties on because we were at Catholic school. There are men in suits shooting shotguns at my house. Oh, okay. Within five to ten minutes, five different towns, Belmar, Spring Lake, Seagirt, Spring Lake Heights, oh, no. surrounded the car. They all had guns out. They, they made us get out, and they had guns to our heads. And finally, like, one of the cops went in the back seat, grabbed the gun, and it's like, it's only a BB gun. And then, like, one of my other friends... And how like, many BB guns total did you two, have? Just two. Okay, one... Two. one pump action okay. and one handgun. Sure. And they literally thought that they were dealing with like... Yeah, yeah. terrorists. Terrorists. So, of course, uh, they were... The, the cops are very heightened. They were really sure. not having... Amped up. Amped yeah. up. Um, By the way, this is during the Cold War. It was. It was Just during throw the Cold that out War. that We were... Uh, so we all got brought into the police station. My friend Bob was 18, so he had to go into a jail cell. No. We were all 17, so we had to hang outside of the a jail cell. And Bob started singing in the jail because he thought it was funny. And the um, uh, cop yelled at him, and I started laughing, and the cop smacked me in the face. Huh? So this is a serious situation. Yeah, it is. And I remember my parents coming in, and like all Mrs. Yazd and Miss, Mr. Leahy. And Mrs. Yasin's just like, you know, David. And my dad just came in and he just to me, it's like, Jeffrey, you need to get a job after school. Uh, yeah, yeah, that might be a good idea. Yeah, and I did. At a, sh- at a shooting range, too, I which did. I thought was a, <laughs> a very interesting turn of events. But you're turning a negative into a positive. Yes, we got a lo- because we got a lawyer who was a teacher at our school, Mr. Kisling, uh, we all ended up getting a $35 fine. And that was it, wow. except for Bob, because he was 18, had to do 100 hours community service in Belmar because Spring Lake didn't have like the someone to do it there. So that summer, as I was cleaning beaches, Bob would drive around on like the trash truck, okay, working for free. Working for free. Wow. I worked at Cost Cutters in Wall Township. Uh, got a job there after school. Me and Salini and Pat McCarthy, and it was a uh, very fun job. One of those jobs where we did not work hard. Um, a lot of hijinks, ta- yep. taping people up, throwing them in like piles of old cardboard. A lot sure. of hijinks. Yeah, yeah. A lot of hijinks there. Hijinks. Now, let me ask you this. Here's yeah. the, the question that I have about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. You had a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Mr. Kisling. Who passed the bar. Yep. Certified Esquire. Mr. Kisling Esquire. Maybe. Yeah. But it was like, you know what? Let's hang up the law books. Yeah. I'm going to go teach a Catholic school. That was weird, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I never What did he teach? Um, religion. 
Really? Yeah, I think he taught religion. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think why. Maybe maybe he was teaching while he was... Maybe he's doing both. I don't know. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe he know. wasn't a lawyer. Maybe he just told us he was. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's... Maybe he just brought... Uh, you know, he just he kind of uh, pulled the wool over your eyes. By the way, uh, I, I do have some sad news. Yeah. Uh, about a death. Yeah. Um, and our friend Allison Byrne just... Cost cutters no longer, huh? Yeah. Um, that if, is a shame. If anyone has HBO, go to HBO and... Um, my friend Allison here, she co-produced a new documentary. I'm going to get the name wrong, but it is a um, I Love You Now Die, I think it's called. A documentary about um, teens and one teen basically online coaxing another teen to kill themselves. It's, okay. very, it's very popular sure. story. Many people followed it. Wow. And the documentary is amazing. Check that out. And yeah. they do great work. So you go to HBO right now. Look for that documentary, and kudos to Allison and her uh, team there. I'd be very excited to see that. Allison, please let us know the exact. Yeah, the exactly. I think I, I think I love you now. Die something similar okay. to that. But um, yeah. So that's uh, that that um yeah. So that's jail talk. Jail talk. Jail miles. Jail miles. Which is prison, prison talk. Prison, prison talk. Mi prison miles. Kilometers. Chip, where are you performing? You're going to be performing in many different states. I see. I'm all over the place. Right. I know. We're going Indiana. We're going North Carolina. We are. So uh, give us some dates. Let's All right. Hear. So uh, I actually wrote them down for once because I'm a little proactive about yeah, yeah. my career. Uh, uh, if anybody from Indiana is listening or in the in Indiana yeah. vicinity or have friends in Indiana, maybe right. you have a friend who lives in Indianapolis. And you're like, we hey. all, you know what? We all have a friend who lives in Indiana. We all do. I think that's their motto. Yeah. You go there, you, you make a friend. Yes. I, I think that's how, that's how it's the friendship state. It is the friendship Indiana. state. Uh, I'll be at Helium Comedy Club in Indiana, in Indianapolis, Indianapolis, if I can say that right. right. It's a lot of vowels. Mm -hmm. A lot of vowels. Uh, Helium Comedy Club, Indianapolis, on July 26th and 27th, which is one week from tonight. Wow. Tonight, uh, so next Friday and Saturday. I'll be upstairs at at Helium. Mm. Uh, there is a main room. Uh, I forget who is headlining there, but they have a side room, mm -hmm. a small, intimate room. It only holds about 70 people, uh, but I'll be headlining that, uh, that, that small, intimate little show on uh, July 26th, 27th in Indianapolis. Uh, the following week, August 2nd and 3rd, I'll be at uh, Good Nights in Raleigh, North Carolina. Good yes. Nights in Raleigh, North Carolina, August 2nd and 3rd, also in the upstairs intimate little lounge wow. room. They're doing a series of these smaller rooms. Right. Uh, so I'm doing that. Then I'm driving straight up the next day from Raleigh, going right to uh, sort of your neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah. Going to Atlantic City, New Jersey, oh, a little nice. further south. Yeah, yeah. I'll be at the Borgata. Oh, I'll my I'll be at the Borgata. Are you just going to eat so much buffet food? It's ridiculous how much right. food I'll probably eat. So I, I'm actually fasting until then. Oh, my goodness. Great. Yeah. Enema, too? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm about to get sick right now. Uh, <laughs> And uh, so I'll be at the Borgata August 5th through 9th. Nice. Which is a Sunday through Friday. I won't be there on the 8th, though. There's a special show, so there's no comedy show. But I'll be there Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No show Thursday and then Friday. Uh, and then uh, I'll be back in Philly for, for a brand new show. It's a little sneak preview show. Mary Rudzinski and I, friend oh, of the podcast yes. and uh, former guest. Uh, her and I are doing a show, which we really haven't announced too much. Ooh. So this is sort of a world Jeff premiere. Jeff exclusive. Yeah. Wednesday. August 21st, uh -huh. Wednesday, August 21st, we will be at the Kyber. Oh, Again, awesome. upstairs at the Kyber. They're reopening the upstairs, doing some live music, doing some live comedy, and uh, Mary and I will be part of that on Wednesday, Are August you two, 21st. Is it you're wearing, like, this? you're going to be together, like you're wearing the same clothes with just two heads? 
coming out. So it's her one arm, your one arm, right? right? And it's, you're doing the... It's, a, it's like a giant pair of overalls. Right. Just right. on the gong show. And it's you and Mary. Yes. Like doing like little songs. Little, little song, a dance, dance routine, you know, it. some vaudeville acts, you know, back, little, little back and forth. Rat what was your field. favorite? This is the Kyber, right? The Kyber. What yeah. was your favorite show you saw the Kyber? Think of all the great shows. Oh, man. It's been a long time. Yeah. I, I will say one of the coolest shows I ever saw mm -hmm. is it, so I used to do a show there that was my favorite thing on Monday nights I used to do a show called Chip Chantry's One Man Show with Special Guests mm -hmm. it was a comedy variety show which was an, uh, a continuation of a show called Die Actor Die oh my goodness. which was also a comedy variety show run by the one and only Don Montre mm -hmm. uh, so we did that but one time I saw uh, Todd Barry comedian Todd oh, wow. Barry uh, perform there and uh, it was great it was a lot of fun how about you? Favorite Kyber Favorite, show? Favorite, uh, Urge Overkill. Well, okay. Com Sister Havana. Oh, yeah. Well, the, it was right after their album, uh, Saturation. Sure. Um, perfect album, really. Just a perfect album. And they were so coked up. They really? Were, they were just out of their mind. It yeah. was great. What they believe one of the guys was walking through the crowd before the show, like, asking people if they had drugs. No, well, you know. That's fun. I mean, they probably did. That's probably, they probably got some drugs. Chip, we're going to need to wrap this up soon. Yeah, we do. I know. We, we said we were going to do a, an hour show. We're, we're, gonna do already an, at an we're doing an hour and a half. So hour and a half. So get, about nine minutes left, guys. Let's do uh, some more recommendations. I know we wanted to talk about uh, Stranger Things, right? Yeah. I can't recommend it enough. I got to tell you. Oh, okay. I wasn't, Dissenting Viewpoint no, Corner. No, no, no. Dissenting I, Viewpoint Corner. I, By the way, no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. I was, All of the children died <laughs> on the last... That, I guess that would be a spoiler. I just told him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's kidding. They, they don't all die. Just five. Um, five. I was a fan of the first season. Thought it sure. was fun. Yes. Second season kind of lost me. I didn't even watch it to the end. Really? I, yeah, I just okay. kind of... It just wasn't for I me. I enjoyed it, but not as much as season one. So then I went into three with a tabula rasa, blank slate. I pretend sure. I didn't know anything. I just wanted to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And it was a ton of fun. Yeah. It was just a really fun... Good story, a nice conclusion. It Not, moved well. Sometimes moved well. Season two could get get bogged down a little bit, but one, uh, one of the most poignant endings. I literally cried for twenty minutes. Sure, yeah. Uh, during like the ending scene, it I was, don't want to dime out my wife, but uh, bawling like a baby. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was quite touching. Um, and by the way, I was fighting back the tears too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I got you. Um, Simply red. Fighting back the tears. Fighting back the years. Holding back the holding holding back the years. Right. No, wasn't your fifth comedy album holding back the fears? Holding yes. back the tears. The tears. Holding Hold back, back the, the tears. tears. Yeah. And it was you on the cover, like trying not to cry. Trying not to cry. Right. Yeah. Simply Hold. read holding back the years. That's a good song. Yeah. Mick Hucknell. Is that singer? is that the name? Okay. What do you think? I'm making it up. I, I mean, I'd make up a name. You, I'd say Mick Hucknell. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's not a name you <laughs> you, you make up at all. Yeah, that'd be way off base. Let me give you three recommendations real quick. One, two, three. Go ahead. I, Earwolf, three podcasts. New one, three questions with Andy Richter. Okay. Of course, the Conan podcast. Mm -hmm. And then there's a podcast, if you're not getting enough Conan, Inside Conan, an important Hollywood podcast with Mike Sweeney and Jesse Gaskell. Two writers on the show. They do behind the scenes what goes on at the show. Really funny. They have, like, guests. They have writers on the show. You being a comedy guy, a comedy sure, writer. yeah. You would really appreciate it because they have the comedy writers and let them talk. Yeah, what goes into the show? That's great. And Andy's Andy Richter's new show uh, is on episode two. Okay, and that's really good. Three questions with Andy Richter. 
That's great. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, I have a podcast recommendations. If I've not done it before, uh, definitely listen to the podcast TV Guidance Counselor. Yes. I was telling you about that oh, earlier. Oh, sounds awesome. Uh, one of my favorites, uh, Ken Reed, uh, Ken R-E-I-D, I believe, uh, Boston comic, uh, is uh, has encyclopedic knowledge of television, and he owns every episode, every issue of the TV Guide from 1960 to 2000. So uh, I was on a couple of months ago. You can listen to it. Oh, actually, just a couple of weeks ago. I recorded it back then. But uh, I think it was episode 360. Yes. Just like the, the skateboard trick. Right, right. Like like a frontside grind or an ollie. Or right. Whatever. I was the 360. Yeah. And what you do is you pick a TV guide issue from generally your childhood. Right. Mine was, I think, from 1989. And you go through the week and you decide which primetime shows you would watch that week, and you talk about all the old. So you'd be like Golden Girls, Alf, Alf, Amen, Amen, <laughs> The Days and Nights of Molly Dodd, <laughs> and we you go through, and then you talk about those episodes. He would read the description. Uh, great, uh, uh, great nostalgic uh, podcast. Love it. It was the most anyone talked about Molly Dodd. Two straight hours of Molly Dodd talk, right? It was you, just constant. It was it was wall to wall Molly. Were Dodd. you wearing the Molly Dodd T-shirt all day, all night? Oh, yeah, it's awesome, uh, and. Uh, if I, you know, I haven't been listening to a lot of new music, right. but uh, I've been going back recently and just rediscovering some old yeah. stuff. So uh, just two of my favorite albums uh, that I love. First of all, I, for whatever reason, I got in a real, this past year, I've gotten back into a real Promise Ring kit. Oh, Remember so the great. Yes. Just poppy, straight for, just pop, I, emo, but not like. No. It's like early days, the Wild West right. of emo. Uh, yep. I'm going to say Nothing Feels Good. Yeah. It's my favorite album. Totally. Front to back. By the way, I, I always listen to that first half of that album. Yeah. And I think the second half might be just as good, if not better. So, uh, Promise Rings, uh, Nothing Feels Good. And also, all, all summer, I've been listening to the 2000 and, I want to say two, 2002-ish, uh, seminal album. My One of my all-time favorites, my brother's favorites, too, uh, you Forgot It in People. Do you know the name of the band? That's the name of the album. The name of the you album. You Forgot It in People. You Forgot It in People. One of my favorite albums. Probably top five albums of all time. Oh, my God. Give me another hand. Give me another hand. Canadian band. Uh, oh. Um, Trash Can Sinatras. Uh, that was... <laughs> Trash Can Sinatras is actually... Uh, they were a sketch group. If oh. you remember. <laughs> Canadian sketch group. Really funny. Um, uh, yeah. No, uh, oh, there, oh. there's about. I will say there's about twelve of them in the band. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's the. Um, I know you're. It's the. Uh, oh, I come saw, on! I, I saw these guys in I think two thousand three in the basement of the church. The yeah, it's, church. it's the. Give me the initials of the three name. The three. It is three names. So yeah, I know. Right. I know. It's uh, B S S. B S S. Broken social scene. Broken social right. scene. Yeah, great, uh, great band. Have the whole. Uh, their whole. Uh, discography yes. up here, uh, right up here. But uh, Broken Social Scenes, You Forgotten People, uh, one of uh, m my favorite albums of all time. I've been listening to that constantly recently. So those are my recommendations. There you go. Guys, thank you. This was the first uh, Facebook Live. For Facebook Live, Junk Miles. Junk Miles. We and think that this will be the right way if you rewatch it. Yeah. Is that what we've decided? Yeah. Yeah, th this might flip around. This might all make sense. Junk Miles might be correct. Mm -hmm. I'll be on this side. Chip will be on this side. Stanley will be a cat. Like, everything's flipped. It's crazy. It's, 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 everything's different. But, uh... Oh, and so we did promise a number of times throughout oh, the episode. Oh, you just got an email. I yeah, I did that. just get an email that uh, David Johansson, a.k.a. Buster Poindexter, was going to be performing the song Hot, Hot, Hot 
Uh, unfortunately, he did back out, uh, but he did send an email to all of us that I'm pulling up right now, <laughs> and uh, it just says, uh, Dear Chip and Jeff yeah. and listeners, uh, how you feeling? Uh, hot, 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 hot. So, uh, so thank you, Buster Poindexter. Uh, we apologize if you did stick around to listen to him perform that live. Right. Uh, but we did get an email. We could forward to you if you send yeah. send us your email address, and we will forward you that email from uh, David Johansson. Uh, also, uh, please feel free to tell your friends and like us. Yeah. On Facebook, like us. We have a we have a Twitter. Uh, Junk yeah. Mile Show. And, oh, and, and iTunes. Go there. This oh, should, please this go to iTunes. Yeah, yeah, tell us how great we were. Right. And I had fun. I think we should. I think we will do podcasts in the future. Yeah. But I feel like Facebook Live. Yeah, we'll do a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah. Please send us some feedback. Shoot us a yeah. message. Let yeah. us know what you like. If you want to get rid of one like. of us, fine. We can we can cast new hosts. If you want to do that, if you want to vote for yeah. which one of us you would kick off the island. Right, and who you want to replace us, with. It would yeah. keep us uh, honest. Dave, this is my real job, by the way. Uh, um, thank you. Yes, yeah, so uh, no more hot, hot, hot. As it's, it's not, not, not. It's not, not, not. Right. It's not, not, not. By the way, uh, all Stanley wanted to do, come here, buddy. Come here. All Stanley wanted to do is get up on to the uh, to my lap the entire episode. Now that I want him up here to say goodbye, yep. he's sitting on the floor, wants nothing to do with it. We'll see you next time. <laughs>